Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Frey Podcast, brought to you by thefrey.com, a place for women who want more from life. Today's podcast is a solo episode and I'm going to be speaking with you about a little thought exercise or it's an exercise you can take into real life and actually put pen to paper, which I encourage you to do because whilst I see value in just thinking about things, sometimes it's really helpful to get them out on paper. So I'm going to be talking to you about this concept of doing a life audit. Now, I think the term life audit kind of sounds scary. It's like, holy shit, do I need to make some really big changes? But the concept I'm going to talk to you about today in particular, this version of a life audit, is less about scary, big, massive changes and much more about awareness and intention of where you are spending your resources. So your time, your energy, your money, um, your care factor, and just whether or not you feel comfortable and you're happy and contented with how you're spending your time. I am a huge proponent in, you can, of course, sure, have it all, but having it all needs to be subjective. I really don't like all of the rhetoric surrounding, you know, oh, you can have everything. You can have this amazing relationship and this amazing career and be an amazing mom and have an amazing workout regime. And you can have all of these things. Like you just need to do better and be better and want it enough because it's kind of bullshit. You know, like that meme went around so long ago about how we all have the same amount of time in a day as Oprah and Beyonce, you know, Beyonce only gets 24 hours a day. You do as well. That kind of stuff. You've seen it. It was a big meme. We all have the same hours, amount of hours as Beyonce in a day, some shit like that. Sure. Everyone has a 24-hour day, but we are all so different. Some people are starting their day so far down the track from where someone else is starting their day. So it's not fair to say we all have the same amount of time. You can achieve absolutely everything. I am a really big fan of going, sure, you can have it all, but you have to choose what all means to you right now in this season and all for you, like the all that you get to have is going to be different to the all that someone else gets to have. You know, a really clear example that comes to mind is when people have made comments about, you know, oh, 
that's great for you. You get to work out, you get to do this, you get to do that. And it's like, yeah, but I didn't do that. Like I didn't have a gym membership when the boys were newborns. You know, we're not all in the same spot. So stop comparing yourself to someone else's journey when they are in a different place. So what is all when it comes to you right now? You know, you don't have to be perfectly balanced in every single area imaginable, but what is most important? What are your top priorities? And so this life audit is not about going, hey, you're doing a really shit job at managing things. It's like, hey, just notice, like just notice where you're spending your time and if that's where and how you want to. And what are some areas of life that perhaps have fallen off the priority list for whatever reason? Do you want to bring them back into the pie? Do you want to improve upon them, dedicate more time, give them attention? Or is it like, you know what, they don't quite make the cut for the all that I'm going to have right now. So I'm going to speak about this concept of a life audit. I'm also going to touch on a idea that a guest gave me a couple of months ago that I think is just a really great thing to have sort of in the back of your mind or perhaps to journal on or even do with your significant other if you have someone in your life. So the life audit concept, I want you to think about different areas of life, get really broad if you want, and then just bring in the areas that are actually applicable and like achievable for you right now. You know, an example of something that's not achievable could be, say you really value traveling and right now you're at home with a young baby And you just know that traveling isn't going to actually get a big piece of your life pie right now because it's not realistic. That's what I mean when I say you get to be discerning with what having it all means to you right now. Not only do you get to choose, but you also have to be discerning and realistic with what you can manage given your life circumstance. That's not to say like, oh, Let's be negative and focus on what we can't do, but it's just like, let's be realistic because if we're realistic, we're setting ourselves up for success because we're not going to be overshooting and then feeling like we're failing and not quite able to achieve what we want. So have a little think or even put pen to paper and pause this podcast and just write down the different areas of life that come to mind for you. Some examples could be families, um, families, I said family, friendships, relationships in general, social commitments, fun, um, cultural experiences, contribution, community, your health, sexual health, financial health, goals and vision, work and career, growth and learning. Um, There are so many different things that could make up what you consider to be a really good life. Once you have that list of things, I would love you to either mentally or literally put a little rating next to each area that you've written down. Now you are not rating your performance necessarily in this genre. So it's not about going, okay, next to career, how am I performing in my career? Would I give myself an A plus? Would I give myself a 10 out of 10? That's not what this is about. What it's about is just acknowledging and recognizing how much of your time, how many of your resources are invested 
into that particular title, into that particular genre, that zone of your life? Is it a one out of 10? You know, like you're just not going to work right now. You're not enjoying it. You're hating it. You are doing the very bare minimum. Or is it taking up a 10 out of 10 of your time and attention? You know, you're consumed by it. You're working weekends. You're working late nights. You're checking emails through the night when you wake up to go to the bathroom. Those sorts of things. How much of your attention is that area of life really getting? And you have to be honest with yourself here. Don't give the answer that you wish you were giving, like the perfect work-life balance. Give the true answer. And you can do this with a rating system from 1 to 10, as I mentioned, or you can do it with an A, B, C, D, F, whatever feels good for you, or even without those metrics, you could just make a little note, you know, how are you feeling? How much time do you estimate you're actually spending there? And then move on to the next one. Relationships. Again, how much of your life is getting, you know, consumed with relationship stuff? Then move on to fun. How much time, how much energy are you putting into fun? And once you've done all of that, I want you to either consider those results going into a bar graph. So you don't have to actually go ahead and do this. (laughs) You know, you don't have to go ahead and do a PowerPoint display on your life audit, But you could just do like a little doodle, you know, you could just do like a little visual representation where it's a bar graph and you mark how you're going. So you could do it that way or you could do a pie chart, you know, you draw a circle and you roughly estimate how big the pieces of pie would be of that circle for each category of life. Now, the idea here is to just give you an accurate visual representation of how you feel you are going with the different areas of life. Because when you have it in front of you and you've answered accurately and honestly, like just truthfully for yourself, because there's no wrong or right here, you know, no one is going to be like, oh, great, gold star, your bar graph is perfect. Like your chart is brilliant. Every area is equal. No, it's just about noticing. And like, I could tell you for sure if, if, and when I do this, um, which I have done it myself, just drawing, but I already knew before I even did this, because I've been working on myself a lot. I know what areas I'm out of balance in, you know, for me, it's been family and work a lot. Fun is really low. Like I haven't been putting nearly enough energy into fun for me personally, physical health, is good. Spiritual health is low. I've not been meditating. I've not been um, as mindful as I would like to be or as much in a growth state spiritually as I know that I feel best in. So that's a bit lower for me. And that's just real life. That's reflective of launching a new business, of moving house, of having children, all of that stuff. But it just helps me to see like, oh, I'm really nailing getting my workouts in six days a week. Perhaps I need to consider borrowing, (laughs) stealing, splicing some time from the workouts so that I'm taking that time. And rather than going, okay, I'm going to dedicate this half an hour today to my physical health, just going, you know what? Every second day, I'm going to dedicate half an hour to my spiritual health because I can see that that's lacking and it is an area that is important to me. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And I know it's important to me because I've done the work in the blueprint to identify my values. So if you don't know what your top values are in life, it can make it a little trickier for you to decipher the intel, the data that you have about yourself that's in front of you, because you might go, oh, well, I can see there's disparity here, but I don't know. I don't know if this means I'm feeling like I'm not aligned with my goals or my vo- my values, excuse me, because I don't have that knowledge. So if you don't have the blueprint, maybe consider having a look at it and working through your beliefs and your values. Because when you have your three top values, your three to five core, three to five core values, which you will figure out as you move through the blueprint in the second component, that's what it's all about. It's like choosing, identifying and understanding your values and the actions that go alongside with them. So you have those, say you've got your values and your actions in your left hand, and then in your right hand, you've got this visual representation of the areas of your life that are important to you. You can line them up. And this is when I encourage you to be objective and go, okay, let's have a look here. Say, for example, one of your top values is contribution, but your community and contribution on your life audit scale is really non-existent or really low. That could be a reason why you're feeling exhausted and like you're just running on the spot because your actual reality is not lining up with your core value. So that's when you would be discerning and go, okay, what area of my life pie here is so big that I can borrow a little bit, I can take from it and add that to the contribution sector? You know, is 90% of my time focused on my family? And then the other 10%, everything else is crammed in there from fun to goals, to friendships, to contribution. It's like, okay, I'm going to borrow. I'm going to take 20% off. And that can sound a little clinical, but what does 20% look like? Does it look like Every second Saturday morning, you're volunteering because you know that's going to really nourish your soul and your spirit and just feel good for you and actually add to who you are because it's in alignment. And I know that word can be so wanky, like alignment and manifesting and all of that. It can just be a bit like, ugh. But what I'm trying to say is if your actions line up with your values, you're going to feel so much more like yourself. So use this little exercise to just see where you want to add more and what does that look like? And that's why in the blueprint, it's like, okay, here are your values, but what actions go along with those values? Because it's all well and good to go, I really value generosity, but what is the action? You know, is the generous spirit actually volunteering and contributing or is the generous spirit being generous with your time with your loved ones? What does it mean for you? What does fun mean for you? How important is it? What are the things that you can do? Because once you have that awareness, right, we can't make any change. No change exists without a level of awareness and desire to do so. So this life audit is giving you the awareness 
your values and everything in the blueprint is giving you the, I guess, desire and motivation and the want to actually do these things and then change can happen. So the change that could happen from this is exactly what I said. It's scheduling things in. It's taking from other areas of life that maybe too, um, you know, are quite saturated. Like you might be spending so much time at work when really something that's important to you is your relationship with your loved one or family time. So it's like, okay, what can we do here? How can we make a change? How can I make a change? You know, there's that like that incredibly well-known expression of insanity is repeating the same thing in and out and expecting a different result. None of us want to do that. We all want to grow. We all want to feel fulfilled and valued. So that's what this life audit is about. The other thing that I wanted to encourage you to do, right, is an exercise that Kate James suggested during our podcast conversation a couple of months back. Um, Kate was just such a breath of fresh air to speak to. She's really, really inspiring. And I so enjoyed my conversation with Kate. You can go back. I'll, I'll find it and put it in the show notes for you so that it's an easy one. But Kate spoke about how she decided rather than, um, she has a vision board, but as an extension of a vision board, she decided she was going to sit down and write out 100 things she wanted to do or experience. And I thought that's such a cool thing to do for yourself, right? Because we all get so focused on the ins and outs of the everyday, the ho-hum, the just going through the motions. Sometimes it feels like Groundhog Day. But sitting down and really thinking about what are 100 things I want to experience, how like that? I think that's just so cool. And it also takes your focus away from what other people are doing, like on social media, rather than spending 20 minutes scrolling at night, spend 20 minutes thinking about what is it that you want to do and experience. And I think Kate gave the example of, you know, she really wanted to have chickens on her property or something about gardening and wearing boots and that kind of, there were a few things like that that just made her realize, oh, I really want to be out on a farm and out on property. And I don't want to paraphrase, but it was along those lines, if I remember correctly. And so this hundred list is a document that I have on my phone that I just add to when something drops in for me or when I'm feeling a little um, overwhelmed or like I am looking outside for something to do, like outside of myself. And so I've got this list running on my phone and I would encourage you to start a document that has a hundred bullet points and start putting things in there. It could be things like a night out under the stars. It could be getting a tattoo could be swimming in a waterfall, completing a fun run. It could be a travel goal, whatever, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. It can be really big or it can be really small. I know on mine, I've got, I really want to buy a house on my own. That's something that I want to do for the boys and I, I've got little things on there too. Um, but just start adding and you don't have to sit down and do 100 things in one go. I think the whole, idea of just having a list that you're adding to and that you can borrow from. You know, if you're feeling like, oh, what are we going to do this weekend? I'm sick of the same old, same old. Go to that list. What is it that like your true authentic self actually wants to experience in this life? And why not do it now? If you've got sleep under the stars on your list, that's something you want to experience. Say you have young children and you want to do it, do it, go sleep in your backyard. If that's all that you've got available to you. 
those things, I think it's, I don't know, I just thought that was a really nice exercise. And in the blueprint, we also have um, a couple of my favorite writing exercises. There's one that's called Who Is She? And I really encourage you, if you've got the blueprint, to complete that journaling prompt because it takes you, um, it takes you through a journey of who is it that you truly desire to be and want to be and actually already are, which is part of the magic. And it takes you through this experience of writing about her, writing about that person, describing what her life is like. What time does she wake up? What does she do? Who is she? Where does she go? What job does she have? What does she believe in? Blah, 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 all of that stuff. And then the second part of that is you're taking the who is she and you're turning it into who am I? So that's in the blueprint. And there's also the vision board activity as well. So it talks you through how to create a physical or digital vision board or journal. And that's what really gets me excited, right? That's what I love talking about with my friends and just with women in general, because we have so much that we manage that we forget to dream as big as we did when we were kids and we forget to just take the time to think, hey, what is it that I enjoy and what is fun for me? So I love that list of 100 ideas. I love the vision board and the who is she, which is available in the blueprint, which you can find at thefray.com. One more thing that I wanted to suggest that you might like to try doing if you're feeling like, you know what, I just want something else here. (laughs) I've already given you a lot to do in this episode, but Something I like doing is writing a letter of gratitude to someone who is in my life. And sometimes I send the letter and sometimes I don't. But again, we can all get very focused on our own feelings and um, our own different degrees of adversity. And I know I can, I can be like this for sure. I can get very spirally of like, oh, fuck, why, does, why is everything happening to me at once? But something that does help pull me out of this is writing a letter of gratitude to someone in my life. So I might sit down and write a letter to my grandma and actually be like, you know what? I'm so grateful for these things that you did for me. I'm so grateful that I get to see a woman who is dit. And it's just like a really wholesome, like ultra wholesome thing to do. And it doesn't have to even be someone who is incredibly close in your life, or it could be someone who has in fact passed on, but you want to just write a letter of gratitude to them for what they what you, what you are just truly grateful for about. And also how nice if you do send it, like imagine receiving a letter from someone and they are just talking about all of the value you've added to their life and the way that you've impacted them. That's incredible. And so there's just something very wholesome about sitting down and doing that. So I wanted to offer that as a suggestion as well to anyone who has perhaps completed the blueprint and is just wanting more journal prompts because you could use that as a journal prompt. You know, particularly if there's someone in your life who has perhaps decided they don't want to be in your life, like whether it's a breakup or a friend who's moved on and you're having trouble letting them go, actually writing a letter to them, even though you're not going to send it, can be a really cathartic process of letting go and moving on. And I remember when I interviewed Jessie Stevens, who wrote the book Heart Sick, she spoke a lot about in our interview, but also in the book about how there isn't like a ceremony or a ritual for breakups in the way that there is for other areas and for other losses. You know, when we lose someone, we have the funeral, which is so important. And the wake, which is perhaps even more important, you know, the coming together with other people. 
that community. And in a breakup, whether that is a friend breakup or a romantic relationship or even a family breakup, you know, say that you have boundaries with your parents, we don't have that symbolism, that experience to really close the chapter. And perhaps that's something that is missing. You know, different people have different ideas on what closure is, but if you're feeling like you're really longing for closure, writing a letter of gratitude can be really helpful because you're changing the narrative. You're not focusing on the negative experience, but it's like, hey, this is what this person gave me and I'm going to acknowledge that and choose to acknowledge it. And that's the note that I want to end it on. So those are a couple of suggestions for you to have a little consider of your own life audit to perhaps start writing that list of 100 things you want to experience and to write a letter to someone who has been impactful um, and whether or not you give that letter to them is going to be entirely subjective and depend upon the circumstance that you have at hand. So I hope today's episode has provided like a little like morsel of food for thought for you out there. If you enjoyed it, absolutely, please take a screenshot, pop it up on your Instagram stories, tag me at Kylie Camps. And remember, you can jump over to thefray.com and use the code podcast, all in capitals, for a discount on the blueprint. So that is thefrae.com. Use the code podcast, all in capitals, and you will save on the Blueprint experience. Look after yourself and I look forward to speaking to you soon. This is what I want. This is what I need. If you don't have to go, I can set you free. Are you going to make a move? Are you going to come and see? Whatever you want to do, you know what's cool with me. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.